Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. February 16th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Paul Hoynes, the, the Indians apparently aren't done making moves. They, As we get closer and closer, the eve of uh, pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training on Wednesday, uh, last night the Indians made another move, uh, reportedly bringing in Blake Parker, uh, 35 years old, uh, as, as about as veteran as they come, a reliever. Uh, he, he's pitched with the Angels, he's pitched with the Cubs, the Yankees, uh, the, the, the Twins, and he comes in on what was reported as a minor league contract, and it's, uh, if he makes the club, he could make uh, close to $2.5 million in incentives and, and all that other stuff. Uh, that would make him the highest paid pitcher on the roster. Yeah, that, that's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, he's got a long way to go to earn all that, but right. I'd like to see how many appearances, you know, his uh, incentives are based on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, interesting move, Joe. And I think, you know, now the Indians have uh, Blake, uh, well, Parker pay, passes his physical, and he they've already got Heath Embry. And uh, those are two of the guys that pitched uh, – they were teammates, I guess, with the Phillies last year. Yeah, for and, about a month in, in Philly, yeah. they, they were after Hembry came over from Boston. And the Phillies had the worst bullpen in, 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 the, in, in, in the big leagues last year. But, I mean, Hembry had the, kind of an elbow issue, but uh, Parker had some good, you know, good numbers, 3-0, 2.81 ERA with, uh, with the Phillies. So maybe he wasn't. You know, he he was just on standing on the corner as the carnage took place. He wasn't involved in in too much of that. But I, I just I've listened on, on TV to Joe Girardi and uh, Dave Dombrowski say if 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 our bullpen was just bad last year, we would have made the postseason. But it was really really bad. It was their their bullpen was historically bad the way, the same way the Indians outfield was historically bad last year. Exactly, that's a good comparison. So and and now you've got two of those things converging on the same team in spring training yeah. this year, I guess. Yeah, uh, I don't know if the earth is going to split open out in Arizona or not, but you know, let's hope not. Well, and and so let, let's look at just in the last two to three weeks the the moves the Indians have made. They brought in they brought back Brian Shaw. They brought in Heath Hembry and they brought in Blake Parker. Uh, suddenly, the potential for this bullpen, which looked like it was, you know, at, at, at one time during during the offseason here, it was going to be real young with Karen Chak and Class A and Phil Maton and Cam Hill, uh, all guys who have uh, a year or less of uh, big league, you know, service, less than a year of big league service time for most of them. Uh, you know, now you've you've injected some of that veteran sort of feel to the the bullpen at least 
in spring training where there's competition and there's the ability for these guys to, you know, talk and learn from each other. Uh, it, it gives you a little bit more reassurance that, you know, things aren't going to be so, so young and new and green out there in the bullpen. Yeah. I think that's, that's exactly the reason behind these moves, Joe. Um, you know, we've got a, a, the Indians have a young closer possibly in and uh, Karen check, you know, we haven't seen him, you know, as, as the everyday closer. And, uh, you know, so, you know, you kind of surround him with some guys, Shaw, Parker has closed before he's closed for, uh, you know, the twins. Uh, He's had some saves for them. Uh, So, you know, just, uh, you know, just give them a little, little buffer there. And, uh, you know, Whitgren has closed before, you know, he closed in college, he closed in the minors. So, uh, you know, you've got, you know, you've got some people around him in case, you know, we see him, you know, when he's on, he's, he's terrific. But when he, you know, when he can't get the curveball over and uh, everybody's sitting on that fastball, it, it could be a little bit dangerous. And we've seen that. So, you know, I think this is a good move. And uh, we'll see who, who comes out of these, the survivor pool with the uh, with these veteran guys. Right. I, I would think of, of Shaw and Hembry and Parker, at least two of those guys find spots on the roster, it, 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 depending on how many guys Tito decides to carry and depending on what roles some of these guys, like if a Plutko is a, is a long guy or a fifth starter, you know, it, it, it's all going to shake out eventually, but I, I got to imagine uh, among the three of them that, that at least two have a good shot at making the roster. And, and, you know, the third guy will probably get offered uh, a chance to, to head down to, to Columbus and, and just be in waiting in case, uh, you know, something disastrous happens. Yeah. And, you know, I think a key thing that we're probably, you know, missing here, Joe, they, they don't have a lefty in the bullpen, at least right now. I mean, you know, the, it's uh, a little uh, barren of lefties. So which one of these right-handers, you know, can, is effective against lefties. So we have to break that down a little bit and see, I think Shaw has, has had some luck against lefties. You know, I, I know he struggled the last couple of years, you know, since he left Cleveland, but uh, I think that would be a stat to, uh, you know, dive into. Yeah. And, uh, and also it was a good point you bring up with, with Parker uh, having the ability to close as well. I think he was 10 for 11 with Minnesota in 2019 in save opportunities and something along the lines of uh, 14 for 17 uh, with the angels the year before that. So it's, it's a role that he's, you know, at least familiar with, uh, however effective and, and, you know, he, he is, uh, they can definitely turn to him in that situation. That, that, that might be one of those, uh, white knuckle, you know, hold on to your seat, sort of, uh, 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 save opportunities. Uh, when, when he gets in there, you never know. With Indians baseball right around the corner, there's never been a better time for you to register for Indian subtext. Our subscriber-based service gives you the inside scoop and analysis on the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions. It's a great way to avoid the trolls on social media, and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why should you sign up? Here's one of our subscribers, Bill from Arizona. I think it's great the way uh, 
uh, you guys have handled it this year and appreciate the fact that, you know, you usually, uh, when you're able, respond pretty uh, quickly, either just to me or to, you know, to, to everybody. And it's nice to have a little insight on some things and then maybe an hour or two later, the story will break. I kind of feel like I'm sort of, you know, on the QT in the know and it's fun. Bill and all of our Indian Subtech subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the team, and the best way to keep up is with Indian Subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or text Hoinsey or Joe at 216-208-4346. Again, that's joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or send a text message to 216-208-4346. We look forward to having you as a member of Indian Subtext. Uh, so yeah, I, you know this this actually dovetails really nicely into us continuing our conversation from yesterday. Yesterday we sort of looked at the major position battles uh, upcoming in the spring training camp for the Indians. Uh, we looked at first base and shortstop and outfield uh, and and the utility spot, uh, but we never really got to the pitching side of things and. Uh, obviously, there are going to be some battles there uh, on the relief side and, uh, you know, battling it out for the fourth and fifth starter uh, positions. So uh, let's, you know, maybe throw out some of the candidates and some of the names of the guys uh, that are, are competing. Uh, as far as the bullpen goes, uh, you've got to think that locks for making the club include uh, Karen Jack, Class A, Wickren off the top. Uh, beyond that, do we know, uh, do we have an idea of how many relievers that, that they'll carry? Will it be seven? Will it be eight? Is that, is that a, a, a fair, uh, you know, ballpark for that? Yeah, I think so, Joe. It's a, it's going to be a 26 man roster. Um, you know, Tito, you know, can't have enough relievers on a, on a club. There, there's uh, no, so there's no limit or, or no uh, breakdown in terms of if it's a 26 man roster, you have to have 13 pitchers and 13 positions. Right. You can do whatever. You can carry fourteen. You can carry fifteen. Whatever. Right. Exactly. That was. That's the difference between this year and last year, I believe. Right. I think, I'm pretty sure. No, that that was scratched last year. It was. With the it pandemic was scratched as well. right before last year. Correct. Yeah, they were going to do it heading into last year with the 26 man roster, but right when they came back from uh, the, the the layoff, they they said, "I'll oh, forget that." Yeah, I, I think Maton's got to be in there, Joe. That, that at least for me, I think he. You know, that's that gives you like four, four solid guys. I think that that you like that you've seen pitch at the back end of games, and uh, you know are pretty uh, diverse. You can move them around. Uh, you can change your roles with them. And you know now we've got to see is he going to carry you know three more guys or or four more. And uh, there's certainly as we were talking about the veteran, uh, not, you know, the veteran guys that are coming to camp on, on non-roster contracts, Shaw, Hambry, Parker, you know, uh, DJ Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. guys like that. Uh, Anthony Ghost is coming to camp, a lefty. Right. So, you know, you've got some guys in that category and then you've got some guys, you know, you've got your, your, your swing guys, maybe, you know, Plutko, well, Allen, uh, another Another non-roster guy who's uh, invited and coming to camp is Kyle Dowdy, and and that's a guy I I believe is the guy who um, did he room with Shane Bieber? Is that 
Is that his uh, college teammate? Oh, Kyle Nelson. Kyle, Kyle Nelson. Nelson. Oh, Kyle Nelson was his college that's, teammate. That's the other Kyle. Okay. Dowdy yeah. was the one who uh, I, I believe he was a Rule Five pick, and then he got sent back and bounced around to Texas, and then and then came back to the organization. Yeah, he originally he came over in Detroit from the from the Leonis Martin trade. Him okay. and Martin came to Cleveland uh, for uh, Willie Castro, who's you know who could be the starting shortstop for the Tigers this year. Right. And I, I doubt he wound up pitching the AAA championship game two years ago for the, uh, the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So uh, he'll be in camp as well as uh, guys like uh, we mentioned Jordan Humphreys and uh, Trevor Steffen. Trevor Steffen, I think, is, is you know, has to be a starter, correct? Because he, he was the guy. Yeah, he started for the Yankees. So. The Yankees. Uh and Jordan Humphreys from the Mets, uh, a guy who uh, they claimed on waivers when they when they dropped Adam Simber, uh, the Indians, uh, you know, might be looking at him as a as a guy who can go uh, either a long guy or a guy who could start at AAA. Yeah, and then you've got you know I think you know you've got you guys you look those four guys Class A Karen Check Witt Matt Maton, then you've got the veteran guys and you've got your swing guys. That can start or relieve Allen, Plutko, Moss. Um, then you've got some some younger guys in that depth group that are in camp that you know I don't think they're going to make the club, but they're going to be interesting to watch. Guys like Nick Sandlin and Joey Cantello, the kid that came over from San Diego in the uh, the Clevenger deal. Right, and Cantillo is a, a, a lefty as well, but uh, he would be a an extreme long shot to to make a. The roster, I think he's just over to get the, the experience. Uh, Sandlin's actually uh, a, a major league camp invitee. He's not on that that list of uh, of depth guys, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sandlin's uh, he was a, a second round pick in 2018. Uh, that year, he pitched at three different levels right out of college, and uh, then he, he he dealt with a little bit of uh, an injury issue. Yeah, uh, he fractured his uh, fractured his forearm. That was fractured. I didn't think, I didn't know it was fractured. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but, but he's an interesting guy too. Uh, you know, depending on what we can see out of him, you know, they, they don't have the, uh, the sidearm sidewinder delivery of, of Adam Simber anymore. Uh, they, they need a guy maybe who's got that three quarters deception and, and that's what, uh, uh, Sandlin has. Yeah. And, and Joe, those guys, uh, you know, I don't know if that, that, you know, originally, you know, two or three years ago, that would have been, you know, ideal. He could have been a matchup right-hander, you know, have him face two righties and get him out of there. Now he's got to face three guys if they're, you know, so you got to fit the three batter minimum and mm -hmm. there's probably a lefties you got to face. So we're going to see if, uh, if Sandlin can get lefties out. So without any of these guys setting foot on the field yet, and without having any sort of uh, idea of, of, of where Tito wants to use any of them, uh, give me, uh, let's go with eight guys that you would pick for the, uh, the, the bullpen right now without any sort of, uh, uh, you know, uh, numbers or performance or, or anything like that. Okay. I'm going with, uh, going with class A, Karen check, Whitgren, Maton going with, um, going with, uh, Shaw, Hembry. Uh, Parker, I, you know, I really would like a lefty. 
and, and uh, I'm going to go. I'm <laughs> well, there sit. aren't many. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, you know, you got, you maybe I, I, maybe I'm going with uh, I, you know, I put, you know, I let me do see. it. Pull the trigger. Come on, Hoinsy. I know the name you want to say. Come on. I want to say Allen. I'm going to say Allen. Logan Allen. I got to put Logan uh, Allen. All right. Put, okay. Put him, but he's got a he's got an option. But I, I was flipping with ghosts. I don't know. I like ghosts too. I know I you want to pull the trigger. You want Anthony Ghost <laughs> on that roster. You just un, unleash hell. That'd be great. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right. If I had to pick eight, I'd, I'd do the same top four. I do uh, Karen Check, Class A, Wickren, uh, Maton. I'll do uh, I'll do Hembry and uh, Parker, but not Shaw. So Hembry Parker. Not Shaw. And then I need two more. Uh, yeah. Flutko. Yeah. And. Yeah. Flutko and Logan Allen. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I'm, I'm debating Flutko. I, I might, you know, I hate to lose him. You know, I don't think, you know, he's out of options. If he's not, I don't think he's going to make the rotation. If you don't make the bullpen, you know, he's gone and I think somebody will switch, you know, gobble him up. So yeah. that's, a, that's he, a good, that's a good call. You know what? He's got enough of a track record over the last few years. If, even if he doesn't make the Indians bullpen, I, I doubt he'll make the rotation, but he, he won't be uh, on the waiver wire for, for too long. Somebody will snatch him up. I, I got to believe that. And he, uh, but he's a good guy, a good swing guy, you know, cause if you remember Joe, the first week of last season, they had that double header against the White Sox, and he kind of a surprise move came in and pitched the first game, I think, and beat the White Sox. So he's, you know, he's an experienced guy. You've put all this investment in him. You know, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I hate to see him walk, but it, it might be the best thing for Adam, though. And I mean, and, and, and a shot to pitch. You know, just to uh, just an aside on Adam Plicko, uh, really good guy, a good clubhouse, the kind of guy you want in the clubhouse. He's, he's actually, he's a leader. We talk about, you know, how all the Indians leaders have, have, have moved on and, and the core of that team from, you know, 2016 is, is, you know, whatever. Uh, Adam Plutko came in on the tail end of that and he has really developed into a, a voice in that clubhouse. Remember when, uh, when Savali, or I'm sorry, when Clevenger and Flesak, uh, you know, had their little moment last year. Uh, Plucko was was one of the ones to step forward and, and and talk about how you know those guys really hurt us and and he was uh, he 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 was straightforward about it and uh, a, a leader at the time. Yeah, you don't you know I, you don't hear that very much uh, in a in a big league clubhouse. Guys calling each other out like that and right. you know that was uh, that was that was uh, you know that was that was refreshing. That was a refreshing and uh, a mature move uh, by Plucko. Right, and I believe he served as the Indians' player rep. Uh, yeah, him and him and Lindor with, were the along two with Lindor. Reps. Yeah, so you know he's he's, he's definitely uh, got a, got a finger on the pulse of what's going on with you know the the COVID stuff and and uh, the, the happenings just in the in the clubhouse. All right, well that leaves us the the starting rotation, and I, I, I guess there's there's really no question at the top with uh, Bieber, Plesac, and Savali pretty much cemented as long as those guys are healthy uh those are going to be your top three starters you were you were confident enough to trade away 
uh, Carlos Carrasco, your most experienced and veteran starter, uh, knowing that you've got those three guys, those three young guys, uh, all of them from the, the 2016 draft class, uh, starting at the top of your rotation. Uh, beyond that, you've got two spots. Uh, what, what do you think the chances are that coming straight out the gate, uh, you know, both of those spots are going to be filled by, by young guys as well? Yeah, I think I think they are, Joe. I mean, you, you know, the, the likely the most likely candidates are, you know, Tristan McKenzie and and Cal Quantrill. You know, you've got a lot of uh, other guys kind of pushing from behind there, too. But, you know, we saw McKenzie make his big league debut last year, uh, you know, much anticipated. And for the most part, he, he did OK. You know, his, his velo kind of fluctuated. But as we've talked about before, I think, you know, when you go a year and a half, two years, without pitching competitively, uh, you know, that's going to happen, especially when you make the jump from what double a to uh, the big leagues, right. you never pitched in triple a and Quantrill is kind of an experienced guy. He can do, he can relieve, he can start. Uh, he, he came over in the, uh, the, the Clevenger deal and uh, is a guy that's been begging to start. And I think he's going to get a shot here. Right. He did get uh, Quantrill did get two spot starts there uh, at the, the end of last season. And, uh, they, they limited his innings in both, both starts, but I think, you know, starting from spring training, if they, if they approach, and we'll, and we'll find out in the next couple of uh, weeks here, how they're approaching him. If, uh, if they stretch him out and they want him to, you know, get on that program to, to get up to, you know, five, six innings by the end of camp, then, yeah, I mean, you're going to know that he's, he could be your fifth starter. Uh, he, he could be your fourth starter and McKenzie could fluctuate. I, I, I mean, I really think those those last two spots in the rotation are going to be fluid since you've got guys like Logan Allen and Scott Moss and even uh, uh, we we mentioned the uh, Trevor Steffen, uh, Jordan Humphreys, uh, guys who who you want to maybe even give a look at in in one of those spots. Uh, you don't want I, I I think ideally you don't want Tristan McKenzie throwing a lot of innings this year. Uh, this is sort of a year where you, you, you ease him in, you get what you can. You want quality over quantity for, for Tristan this year. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll watch him. You know, I think uh, it will depend on, you know, just how much work he put in over the winter. You know, I don't think you want to really, you know, say, hey, you're only going to pitch 80 innings this year. I mean, let the kid go. And, uh, you know, these guys are smart enough. The Indians, you know, handle their pitches very well. If they see – you know, a little bit of fatigue or he's getting out of his delivery, you know, they'll, they'll make some, they'll make some changes or they can back him off a little bit. Uh, you know, you know, he can skip a start. They, and like you said, Joe, they've got plenty of guys that can, you you can, uh, you know, jump in there with Moss or, or uh, Plutko even, you know, Plutko's a guy that, that has filled that role very well. One thing I, I can almost guarantee you that you won't see uh, with any sort of, debate over Tristan McKenzie's innings uh, or limiting him, or even when we get to the end of the season, if, uh, if they have to back him off a few starts or whatever, you're not going to see the situation that you had with, uh, let's say a Steven Strasburg, uh, uh, you know, the, the controversy over, you know, backing him off when they were in contention at the time uh, and trying to limit him coming back off of, I believe it was his Tommy John surgery. Uh, they were, they were taking it easy with him. The nationals were uh, at, at, at that time. Uh, I, I, you won't see that because McKenzie won't be out there in the media. Just every time we've, 
we've dealt with Tristan. He's very polished. He's very, you know, uh, he, he gives thoughtful answers and so far he's done everything right. I don't think uh, you're going to see him come out and, and blast the team for, you know, trying to limit him in any way, uh, knowing that everything that they're going to do is, is, is for the right reasons. I think uh, I, I could definitely see that, you know, not playing out that way. Yeah, that's a good point. And, uh, you know, we saw, you know, they put McKenzie in the bullpen for the wildcard series and he, you know, he did okay. So, you know, we've seen him, he's got the ability to, uh, you know, he could translate his stuff could translate into the pen. If, if you didn't want to start him, and he, if you were fortunate enough to get into the postseason, you could put him in the pen and, uh, let that uh, 94, 95 mile an hour fastball, you know, play, let it play for an inning and uh, get them out of there. Yeah, 94, 95 probably plays up a little bit. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's 96, 97 uh, if he's coming out of the pen as well. All right, so, uh, you know, that that that's a, a real brief rundown of what the battles look like uh, coming into spring training. Uh, we shall know in the next, what, five to six weeks? uh, how these things are going to shape out. Uh, there are, there are some dates coming up when, you know, uh, when the veteran guys have opt-out clauses and, and things like that, that we'll, we'll have a better idea of who's going to stick around and who's going to be, uh, you know, uh, has a, has a legit chance to make this roster, but, uh, we'll, we'll keep track of it and we'll keep following it here, uh, in the weeks to come. Uh, Hoinsey, anything else for, uh, today? Any, any other news or notes? No, I don't think so, Joe. I mean, uh, You're just, the biggest news and notes is we're excited that tomorrow is finally the day. <laughs> yeah, pitchers and catchers report. Uh, I'm sure all, most of those guys are already out there going through the uh, protocols, trying to get into the bubble and uh, getting out of this weather. If they're anywhere uh, east of the Rockies or east of the Mississippi River, whatever, I'm not sure, but, you well, know. Even in Texas, it's snowing, right? So yeah, hoping hoping everybody. Well, there's no power in Texas right now, and we're hoping all the players, uh, you know, at least make it there. I think I saw on social media that Jose Ramirez was boarding a flight on Sunday night, so I think that means he's on his way. Uh, I saw a video of Daniel Johnson, uh, Bradley Zimmer, and Josh Naylor hitting out in the cages. Uh, that was put up by the Indians. Uh, Zach Plesac is. Uh, I want to eat like Zach Plesak eats. He that that kid, the stuff he posts on uh, on Instagram, he he eats just like it looks like the freshest, you know, the the best food for you. And he, he's always he's always got something that looks delicious uh, posted on his Instagram. I, I'm very jealous. He's not eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, that is not. Uh, it, it is a it is a long way away from that kind of stuff. But. Uh, you know, just just looking forward to things getting started tomorrow, and uh, we'll be on top of it here as as they continue here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. So, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Right, Joe.